The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with the Plant Profits, powered by Protus Global. Thank you for joining us here on Plant Profits. I'm your host, Vern Davis. Plant Profits is fueled by Protus Global People Solutions. I'm a partner at Protus, and I'm primarily focused on adult consumables and the adult consumable space. Protus Global is a people solutions business, as I said. Today, with me, joining me today is is, um, Brad Natris. Brad is the CEO of Urban Grow. A lot of you, he's out there, and he does a lot of... uh, uh, a lot of presentations, a lot of talks. He's at conferences. Brad is no stranger to us all. And uh, he has 25 years of experience in the ag sector. He is a co-founder and CEO of Leading Systems Integrator, Urban Grow, an agricultural technologies company, delivering best-in-class systems, solutions, and services to the global commercial cannabis cultivators space and marketplace. Brad, welcome. Good morning. Good morning, Vern. Thank you for having me today. Oh, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we're going to have some fun talking about Urban Grow. I, I know your company pretty well. I've talked to some of your folks over the past uh, year or two, and uh, it's, it's, it's been great. But, uh, you know, things are kind of crazy out here in this world, and I just wanted to know how is that you know, you got anything you want to say about what's happening with with the uh, protests and the COVID and et cetera? Yeah, let's, let's start with the uh, with the protest. You know what what I saw it, it horrified me. You know, it's yeah. uh, it's absolutely it's despicable, and uh, it, it's my hope that justice will be served for George Floyd and. Um, it will change. It'll be a turning point for American race relations and peaceful engagement across racist, races and ethnicities. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I truly personally feel that the future, it can, it will be changed by today's children. And it's the responsibility to educate these kids. This responsibility lies on the parents of these children. And, um, but it, uh, it is, it is absolutely been a, a sad period, but hopefully it will spur a lot of change for, for our country and the world. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's well said. It's, it's pretty disgusting what we all witnessed. And unfortunately it happens way too often in our country, Mm -hmm. a country of freedom, a country that's built on freedom and peace and, and a whole very complicated system, but a working system called justice that is involved in all of this. And, I appreciate uh, your words, but it's going to take uh, engagement. You know, I'm, I'm, um, it, it's going to take some real engagement with folks that care and, and can uh, sit down and make some change. We can talk about change. You know, I see a lot of, a lot of folks yelling through destruction and uh, I wonder what's the plan and how do we come out on the other side of this and, and there are solution, solutions involved. 
the street is not safe for for some of us you know and that that is not uh the way it is meant to be that is not what our constitution says so i appreciate your words brad those are well said thank you very much thank you so now let's 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 talk about it. now I, I i gather a, a slight accent so you're telling me you're from canada <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> You're a mind reader. I'm uh, born, born and raised in, uh, in Canada, and I've been in the U.S. now for for 25 years. Wow, 25 um, years, baby. There you go. Yeah, now, what brought you what brought years. you to the U.S.? How you what 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 well, made you come? Well, out of uh, I have an undergrad in in marketing up at a uh, business school in Canada, and I started working with Cargill, the large uh, agriculture company, and I right. ended up working with them for for a decade. But uh, transferred uh, five times uh, in two countries, Canada and the U.S. Okay, and um, it, it's uh, it's been a good run for sure. I've moved to the Denver area three times, and um, I became a crazy entrepreneur about twelve years ago. Did you? Yeah. 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 So what was the first thing, you know, how did you know you were going to be an entrepreneur, Brad? And and what was the first thing you undertook that, that, that really set you off? You know, it was, uh, quite honestly, I thought it was going to be easy. And um, I had all of these fantastic ideas and working for a large company. And I quickly realized that, that it, <laughs> yeah, quickly, that's where you add the crazy and entrepreneur, but the, uh, you quickly realize that it, it is not easy and these large powerhouses have a huge support network inside, but, uh, fought through, uh, urban grow actually is about, I think it's my fifth business and, uh, it's, it's the culmination of a lot of learnings, uh, some positive, some negative, but, uh, Putting it all together here at Urban Grow, we've uh, we uh, based upon on past learnings and and uh, wonderful talented people that I've surrounded myself with. That are oh my goodness! Oh my! You know what? <laughs> I tell you what. So let me just let me go down the list of folks I know that's on your team. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you've, so, you've so met with a few of them. <laughs> I, I have. I, I man, I have, and, and uh, so. I think the first two people I ever met on the team, now they were at a bar. Now don't don't ding oh, them for that. Uh-oh. Okay, yeah. <laughs> they were net, they were networking. Yeah, they were networking. There you go. There you go. That's what the expense report said. Um, <laughs> so I met with Jonathan. You know the yes. sales your sales Jonathan uh, Nasser. Yeah, EVP of sales. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. And uh, at the time, he was your CFO, Bob Bob Puller. Yeah, Bob Puller. Yeah, he was with us for a couple of years up until August of uh, 2019. Right. His whole mission was funding, right? He was to get you some funding. Uh, he was, yeah, and help, uh, help form the strategic direction of the company, uh, work closely with me to do that as well. Right. Okay, good. And, um, and then, obviously, um, the, the sleeper, Nicole, Nicole McIntyre? Yeah, our uh, director of HR. Yeah, that's a phenomenal addition to our team. Helps us uh, keep on the line and uh, <laughs> ensure that we're 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 growing the company in an environment that uh, 
that's uh, wonderful for all of our employees. Uh, yeah. People want to work here. Yeah. You know, they want to be a part of something, and Nicole helps bring that that heart to the company. She, she and I, I got to believe she's really great at that. When she talks about it, she bleeds it. I'm telling you. Yeah, um, she's got a great passion. And and then I think you got a gym, Mark Doherty. Yeah, Mark Doherty. Mark's our EVP of operations. Uh, he's uh, become an expert in the field over the last seven years. And uh, again, same passion level that you see in Jonathan, you see in Nicole, and, and mm-hmm. you saw, I think, in Colin as well, right? Uh, yes. Director of Enterprise Solutions. Live that's right. Yes. Coaching. Yeah. Okay. Man, so that's 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 man, that's that's almost all your direct reports. Well, I should thank you for our support. Thank you for your support, <laughs> on <it>. Well, <laughs> and you, allowing us to get our, our our story out there. You know, you guys are an interesting group. You're a very everybody I engage there is very energetic, and you're you're very energetic. I can tell. You get a lot done in in a day. And, um, and, and Mark just mesmerized me with the, with the technical enthusiasm he has for what you guys do in your value proposition in the marketplace. And I I think that is, that, that, that says a lot about, um, what you've done to, to really, uh, set a culture and your leadership, Brad, that all these people are consistently, uh, excited and it's natural and you can tell, I think that's a, I think that's a big deal. And I think that's part of your success. And, and, um, it's, it's very, uh, very awesome. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll continue our discussion with Brad Natras, who is the CEO, co-founder of urban grow, a big time entrepreneur living in the Denver area for the third time in his, his, his career. And, uh, I'm Vern Davis. Uh, with Plant Profits. I am your host, and we'll be right back. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Plant Profits. I'm Vern Davis, and I'd like to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. We call them the Plant Profits. Each week on Plant Profits, we talk to the people at the forefront of the industry, creating real companies and career opportunities. We'll learn from the people leading the charge into the promised land of profit. Plant Profits is powered by Protus Global, people solutions firm that has been building companies, changing lives since 1995. P-R-O-T-I-S global.com. Protus Global. Find Plant Profits now at CannabisRadio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. 
Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. Hey, I'm Vern Davis. I am your host of Plant Profits. Plant Profits is fueled by Protus Global, a people solutions business. And we're here today with Brad Natras, chairman, CEO, co-founder at Urban Grow. And uh, Brad and I were just talking about all the wonderful people. He's he's done a great job assembling a wonderful team and people and people performance and people uh, drive your business. And you've done a great job. And I'm sure that's part of the key, man, to your success. Thank you, Bernie. Absolutely. You're, you're very welcome. Look, um, in uh, Marijuana Business Magazine, um, you were interviewed and you and the net was that what I got out of it is that you were advising folks to um, absolutely uh, engage other people with experience to make sure you don't double back and make some of the same mistakes that they made. Uh, when, when you say this, who are you referring to as, you know, the veterans uh, in the space? So as, as an engineering design services company, uh, we integrate and design complex high-performance facilities uh, around the world now. And a lot, over the past six years, we have uh, some, some are our grassroots growing and others have come to urban grow with a lot of horticulture or cannabis experience, but it's these you, it's these experts that we have mechanical engineers, uh, horticulturists, growers that now have hundreds of facilities of experience. And so we have learned a lot over the last three years of, of what we help our customers avoid making mistakes proactively. Yeah. Sure. And and so these these learnings can really make the go to market time for that facility to be built up drastically reduce or drastically reduce the go to market time, and uh, and allow them to be the most efficient possible way to start. No, uh, that's I, I think that's 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 so smart. But you know when I hear you talk about it, I always you know I'm just thinking about this and I'm wondering, do you believe? based on what you guys do, and we're going to dive into that so people know exactly what you do, but do you believe you can get some of that knowledge from folks that are, you're in the formal business in the cannabis space, but the, 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 the part that's still there, the informal business that's been there for years and decades, do you believe that, that there's learning from that group of people that should be somehow siphoned into the formal arena. 
Absolutely. It's, it's very, very early in, uh, mm-hmm. in the evolution of, of legalized cannabis. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll, I'll relate it to horticulture. You know, 30 years ago, um, it was, there was a bunch of different growing techniques for traditional horticulture. Um, everyone had a different approach. That's where we're at with cannabis today. All of these, these operators in the facilities, both formal and informal, have specific techniques that they've uh, acquired or learned over the past decades. Now, today in traditional horticulture, that expertise has become very, very mainstream. It's now relying upon the equipment systems that you use because there's, there's set ways to, to grow those products. I believe there's, we still have a, a decade or two more of, of learning from, from the true experts, the people that are growing the plants, both in the informal and informal uh, segments. Yeah, it, it is a very mysterious plant, wouldn't you say? It is indeed, and it has to be, uh, quite often you hear operators talk about uh, the plants as, as their babies, you yeah. know, with, uh, <laughs> and they treat them and coddle them accordingly. But, you know, also there has been a, a strong evolution over the last uh, three years from early stage cannabis legalization. There was a lot of basement growers that uh, that were able to win uh, the admiration and respect of, of operators that were investing in facilities. And the market and those owners quickly realized that growing in a smaller basement environment is, is nothing compared to growing in a 50, 150,000 square foot facility or, or a large greenhouse. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it takes a completely different skill set. Mm-hmm. And that is where I believe we started to see the merge of traditional horticulture growing techniques and expertise with um, with formal and informal cannabis growing techniques. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And, and hence, you know, you see a lot more reliance today on engineering design and also on choosing the best-in-class equipment systems. As the, as the cost to produce decreases, mm-hmm. the the reliance on building in the most efficient facility from the start is, is uh, stronger than ever. Absolutely, Brad. Now, do you 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 believe that that cannabis is driving the technological uh, advancement and uh, uh, j- just driving the technological advancement in agriculture? Now, is, are you guys in the driver's seat and sharing it with 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 other? agribusinesses? I do. And, and it's just started. You know, it's a high value crop. Mm-hmm. And when there's, when you're looking at any market segment in, in the business world, when there's something that drives strong returns, you're going to put mm-hmm. back in, you're going to invest back into R and D mm-hmm. and that's happening. Um, the, you know, in Canada and in other parts of the world, I feel that the, the R and D is moving even faster because of the, the legalization and the ability of the educational institutions mm-hmm. to to test as well legally. Yeah, I I, I think I've talked to several. I, I think that's really important that we're still looking to Canada, right? We're still looking to Canada for because uh, there's something uh, to. 
be said and be gained by being an early adapter. And they were, and they did that. And I, you know, I've talked to growers who started in Canada and guess what? They end up producing the best product because they have more experience. Um, and, and that makes a lot of sense to me when you lay it out that way. But what's really exciting is we're trailblazing. You know, there's a lot of companies, of course, are trailblazing. There's no market blueprint. Urban Grow, we've we've literally created our own path uh, forward right now. Like we're at, we are not the same company that we were when I started the company uh, six years ago. We've evolved. We've looked at uh, at the niches. We've looked most importantly, what do the customers? What are what do are the operators demand? What are they in need of? And then we've worked to, to put together an offering to to satisfy that need. Yeah, Brad. That, see, that, and that's that's the foundation of your business. But Brad, what you said something there. What I want to take you back to it. What was the original idea? We started Urban Grow six years ago as a lighting distribution company. Okay. Uh, prior to forming Urban Grow, my partner Tavo and I had a commercial LED lighting business where we'd go into convention centers and hospitals and retrofit um, inefficient. Um, HPS and mm-hmm. um, uh, lighting systems with LED. And so it was a natural progression. With I mean, Canada it's totally natural. Backyard. Yeah, it's yeah. perfect. Yeah. And, and we, were, we were bringing in what I feel were best-in-class customer service levels at the time, okay. which is very unique to the market. And our customers started asking for more. What else can you supply us? And uh, that's how we evolved to include an integrated pest management division and so on and so forth. And then uh, finally um, evolved to where we are today, two years ago. Man, that is, that is outstanding. That is outstanding. And this is a, a great place for us to actually take a break because we're going to dive in, everyone, into Urban Grow and we're going to find out what that secret sauce is, okay? So we'll, we'll continue our discussion with Brad Natras, who is the chairman, CEO, and co-founder of Urban Grow, Inc. Uh, I'm Vern Davis, your host at Plant Profits. We'll be right back. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Trends and technology, processes and products. We cover these areas and more on The Cutting Edge of Cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The Cutting Edge of Cannabis, consulted by the American Cannabis Company. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put different celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. One, two, one. 
fortunate to have Michael Brewer of Brewer and Shipley. Your signature top 10 song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We're tuning up in the dressing room, and Tom said, Man, I'm really one toke over the line. I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. It's time to Hemp Resent, only on Cannabis Radio. The Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. You know, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get into that. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, first of all I'm gonna stop and just have you when we go back on air define Urban Grow and just talk about what you guys do, and then we'll go back and we'll break it down. Okay. Okay. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Vern. All right. Absolutely. Welcome back. Hey, I'm Vern Davis. Uh, Protus Global People Solutions uh, firm. Uh, I'm your host of Plant Profits, and I'm here today with Brad Natchez, Chairman, CEO, and co-founder at Urban Grow Inc. You can find Urban Grow on urban-grow, G-R-O.com, urban-grow.com. Great. So, Brad, why don't, why don't we, we really, we've, we've kind of talked a little bit about through different topics, what Urban Grow does, but really tell us, tell us all about how you want us to understand what Urban Grow is. All right, Brian, perfect. Thanks. Urban Grow is the leading engineering design services company that designs and, and then integrates complex environmental equipment systems into high-performance indoor cultivation facilities in the global cannabis marketplace and evolving into the global horticulture marketplace as well. We start about 12 months, 12 to 18 months before the facility is operational. We are engaging our, our clients and focusing on three different uh, design solutions. First of all, a cultivation space programming, look at the overall efficiency of the facility. Second, MEP engineering design. Uh, we acquired an engineering firm about a year ago, just over a year ago. And so yes, we do the did. mechanical, electrical, and plumbing. Yeah. And then we do the what we refer to as the guts of the growth or integrated cultivation design. All construction ready documents uh, when we when we're finished. Wow. No, that's great. You know, um, you know, before the break, thank you for that, by the way. Uh, that's, that's all encompassing. And, you know, and just talking to some of the people that I know that work with you um, and listening to you, um, tell us a little bit about how these things came about. Now, acquisitions, right? So you acquired someone, I think it was April, May of 2019, you acquired this firm. Right. What 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 is the acquisition market? Are you looking for uh, strategics out there? Are you looking for uh, acquisitions, or or you focused on on something else? We were early stage. 
you know, entering uh, 2019, uh, that was our that was our initiative, grow through synergistic acquisitions. Uh, but the markets changed, as you know, in the in the middle of 2019, and That's and right. as the com- as the uh, market matured, the, the cannabis segment matured. So did the business focus on on running a profitable company. Mm-hmm. And uh, so in in late uh, Q3 19, I reorganized the company to focus on adjusted positive EBITDA. Okay. And um, and so so in 2020, that is our focus, right? Increase customer service levels, focus on profitability. But the acquisitions that we were engaged with in 19, I was looking to how do we further strengthen our our our, our key point of differentiation in the marketplace? And our key point of differentiation was not selling cultivation equipment like benches and lights. Yes, we sell that, but that was supportive. Where we separated ourselves in the cannabis segment was the the whole building prospectus or the full perspective, whole building perspective with the focus on the plant. And that is helping our customers around the world build the most efficient facilities possible. So adding that MEP side of the business Mm-hmm. The you know, getting the stamped construction documents, engaging 12 to 18 months earlier, that was going to help us make our offering more robust. And the the acquisition we made of, of the, the MEP firm, the Grow Two guys for Impact mm-hmm. Engineering, was a phenomenal one because they had designed over 200 cultivation facilities. They have uh, designed dispensaries. Even though oh, we're not in that, uh, yeah. in that segment, yeah, and also extraction facilities as well. So it was, it was a phenomenal um, acquisition that that really, you know, Brian Zimmerman, their president, mm-hmm. he's also helped us raise our bar and teach our uh, designers how to increase or, or better their game as well. Well, I, that's that is absolutely amazing. So. Look, so you guys now went from putting in lights to now you're part of the initial plan. Am I right? Did I get that right? Yeah, no, you're you're a hundred percent accurate. The, you know, and and ha- I'll use the word turnkey, okay. but I use it very lightly. Okay. Um, when I when I say turnkey, I also look at electrical or plumbing contracting as well. And so today we are, we're bringing this expertise. We're, we're working hand in hand with our, our client for the life of the growth. We design the facility. We help vet and choose best in class systems. We sell those systems to the customer. We then send out our commissioning team to commission the facility to ensure that it's operating um, as we had committed at the start. And then we have Collins Grow Cares program, which is uh, service focused mm-hmm. uh, facility optimization. But the only piece missing right now is that whole contracting piece. And uh, I think that's where you're going to see Urban Grow evolve with okay. some of our relationships as we finish this year and enter 21. Did you just give me news? Was that news? <laughs> Was that news, no, Brad? I mean, did you yeah, just no, give me the blueprint? Huh? Yeah, no, no, that, that's all been alluded to <laughs> in, in the past. But 
you know, and Vern, it's 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 working, right? Like when you look at the global oh, yeah. cannabis marketplace now as well, and and you look at where where Europe is, is heading in the next five years, they are, you know, this is uh, this is cannabis 2.0. They are where the U.S. was five years ago. They're in demand. They're demanding expertise and help, uh, not only with the whole design, but also when they're operational, running their facilities. So I think. Yeah. You're going to see our market quickly uh, evolve in the next couple of years and uh, expand to Europe. Well, I tell you what, what I know is that Urban Grow is in prime position through your leadership, Brad, in being that firm, that firm, that it firm, that, that firm that you can make one call and almost do the whole thing. And and uh, and also, as you say, continue to operate it and continue to make sure that uh, that things are going well. So the yields are high, and people are successful, and we have a, a beautiful industry that we all want. Um, man, I really, Brad, I really want to thank you for being a part of our show. Uh, it's great to finally get you on the show. <laughs> We've had several of your <laughs> folks on the show, but it's it, it's really cool that we were were able to get you and you give us the the vision and how you got to where you are and and what Urban Grow is, what it began as, what it is today, and where it's going. We we definitely appreciate your transparency on that, and and I think that is so so good for the space. I really appreciate it, man. Thank you for being here, Brad. <laughs> Laverne, thank you very much for the uh, the support, and uh, thank you very much for the for the uh, the kind words. Our, our secret sauce is our people; it's our domain expertise, and uh, and that comes with listening to the customer, right? And uh, and and doing your best to 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 hit a grand slam every time. But uh, if if you stumble, you fix it. You stand by what you commit to. And uh, I, I will I would like to also mention that uh, we are publicly traded now in the last six months we're on the OTCQX under uh, symbol U-G-R-O and uh, we're well on our way to be uh, listed on the Canadian Stock Exchange uh, in the next uh, upcoming quarter. Well, that is awesome. That is great news and uh, you're moving forward, man. Uh, You're doing it and thank you very much for coming on Plant Profits, our show, and spending time with us today. Today, we spent time with Brad Natras, Plant Profits, on Plant Profits. Brad is the chairman and CEO and co-founder at Urban Grow. Uh, They're doing an amazing job. Thank you, Brad. Thanks for joining us. You all can download episodes of Plant Profits by going to CannabisRadio.com. CannabisRadio.com is our partner here. They are amazing partner. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcast, anywhere you get your podcast fix, anywhere you get it. Spotify, Our Hard Radio, all major uh, podcast portals, we are there. Follow Protus Global on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, all the social media sites. We're all over it. And learn more about how we are building companies in today's environment and changing people's lives. And it's a much needed service. ProtusGlobal.com. That is P-R-O-T-I-S Global.com. Until next time, cheers. 
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.